What's up, it's your guy, Lita Johnson. I'm your host with the most. So have an absolute toast. We are here on the Follow Leader Sports Podcast. The illest podcast out, man. Listen, it's a lot going on. So y'all got to let me get y'all the scoop. Um, we'll talk about some the Phillies, the Eagles, and we will get on some um, definite, definite NBA draft work. Now, Let's unload real quick, straight off this podcast into the Eagles. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are suited and ready. Jordan Davis manhandling people. Um, we hear about Kelsey. Shout out to Kelsey, man. Get better. Got hurt. But Jurgens is in there. This team, you know what impresses me about this team? This is probably the quickest team to ever get rebounded. From what I, I, I surely wasn't thinking this was going to happen in the offseason. I surely was. I was thinking about at least a three-year stretch. This would have been another, what, same year like last year, I would have thought. Nine and could have been like, you know, um, nine and eight. Could have been ten and seven, possibly. I, I thought 9 and 8, to, to be real, I thought they would have been in the playoffs. Still been a young team, get together in the third year, boom, everything clicks. But this year, they, they went out and got A.J. Brown. Total surprise. I didn't think there could be a move to be made. But they did have the draft picks. I just didn't think that move would be like A.J. Brown would want to be traded. Everything just, you know, and then for the Eagles to be that team that he would, you know, it's his best friend out of nowhere. Boom, it hurts. I did not know that until, you know, uh, the the rumors of Brown being with the Eagles was there. Shout out to a lot of podcasters telling me to update on the Eagles. You know, my shout out to my guy, um, Ed Kratz, Sports Illustrated. Shout out to Ruben Frank. Shout out to John McMullen. You know, I, I like I mess with a lot of any any I mess with insiders. Uh, listen, these guys. Are, um, I mess with the real deal guy, Nick Fierro, uh, Eagle analyst. Maybe no Fierro's not uh, with the Eagles anymore. Taron Denverport's not with the Eagles anymore. They are with different teams. But those are all guys who still, you know, know what Philly's doing, man. Um, Shout out to Jody Mack, too. Jody Mack, um... The young guy, Lord Brunson, he's out there doing this thing. Young, inspiring um, writer, analyst, podcast is doing this thing, man. He also has rap. He's rapping out there. He's he's he's, he's a young um, young guy out there that's doing his thing. Love his work. Uh, Simone Stanley, shout out to her. Um, people, people, both of them on YouTube, the YouTube stars. Okay, now um, what do we say about the Eagles? Any trades? I just don't think that's gonna happen. No, Jesse Bates. Kareem Hunt, that hasn't circled. But know for sure that Rosemont is giving calls, but what would make people think Rosemont wants to make a trade when you got three running backs sitting there and now you want to go get Kareem Hunt? What are you doing with Scott? Like, what are you what are you really doing with Scott? Um, they had Jordan Howard last year. But that's because, you know, Miles Sanders will be hurt. 
you know, other guys would be hurt and you had to get somebody in there. Four running backs getting that type of run. When you have a running quarterback, you know, that takes up yards. Three running backs is it. I just don't think that's going to happen unless they give up like Boston Scott with the trade. And then now it's Kareem Hunt, Gainwell, and Sanders. I see that. That would be interesting. But if you, you're just not going to add Kareem Hunt to a three running back, a crowd of running back room. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just I just don't think it can be done. But I don't think they want to deal with that. Kennedy Brooks is a rookie from Oklahoma. Thousand yard rusher. Runs just like Jordan Howard. You know, you might want to groom him. Bring him along. He'll be on the practice squad. I don't think he'll make the roster. And I think next year he'll have the chance to be on the team. If he shows out this preseason, he's looking like their first call-up guy. And they're, looking, they're talking about power back, a guy who can run with power. Brooks is one of those guys. So, I don't know. I, I just, This year, I don't think they'll even exercise that. I don't think they even really care about that uh, power back right now. I think they're worried about their offensive line. And their running backs getting accustomed to running with the, with the offense. I just think this is too much right now. I think if they were looking for a power back, Scott wouldn't have got wouldn't be in that backfield. That's just something to see. Um, remember last year, Jordan Howard. Remember last year, Jordan Howard didn't even, you know, he wasn't even on the squad. Remember this. Howard was on the practice squad. So, remember, it was Boston Scott, Gainwell, and Sanders to start the season. So, think about that. Just think about next year. If if power back was that big, if power back was that huge, do you think they would have put Howard on the practice squad last year? So why would they come this year and say, hey, you know what, we need to go ahead and trade for a fourth guy to be the power? That's not going to happen unless one of those guys gain well. Any three of them, which I don't think. Sanders... Let's talk about that running back room, which doesn't even get the attention. Sanders is a beast. He's one of the best all-around backs in the league. Um, everybody talks about injuries. I understand that. But look what he does when he's there. So that, that's what we're going to go on. And then this offensive group, this offensive coaching staff is going to get the custom with Sanders. I think Sanders, what I, what I call for is him catching the ball more. When he was catching the ball out of the backfield, he was something different. They and Gangwell has proved he's he's a better receiver right now, especially coming into the league. But Sanders did that same thing though. So how can we say who's better? But Gangwell does have some unbelievable hands, man, for a running back. But let both of them be receivers. If bo- if they can get both of those guys, and even get Boston Scott, like you know, doing screens, you know. But Sanders and Gangwell can catch out the backfield, man. They got to get those guys catches. Get them more in tune with catching the ball. So, this running back unit is dangerous, man. Boston Scott is, let's just stop this, man. Because every year they don't really, okay, last year I understand Gainwell's a rookie, this and that, but Gainwell's going to be real good this year. Gainwell's the real deal. He can, he can hit those cuts. He got that tunnel vision. He knows how to slip and slide through holes. He, Go go around, go through the middle, catch out the backfield. He's going to be their weapon. Everybody going to forget about Because remember, it's Smith, Brown, Sanders, Goddard. Those are the guys first you're even thinking about. So guys like Gainwell are going to have a good season. Real good season, man. 
Scott, same thing. What's good about Scott, this is his third year. It's his third go-around with the Eagles after after being a successful college running back. If people don't know, Boston Scott was an unbelievable college running back. Where he was, and then you got um what he's done since he's got here. And he's gotten better and better and better. He's just going to end up being even better. Like, that is a good thing. It's a real underrated unit. You talk about running back units, but this unit has, last year, if you look at that unit and what they were able to do, and then they all three come back this year. Now, what I don't agree with, Barry Brooks sometimes gets super excited. He's a good analyst, but he said this offensive line is better than the Super Bowl. Offensive line, the Eagles say. <laughs> Listen, this is a good line. Landon Dickinson is it was a stud out of Alabama. You, you follow his history, he's been a stud his whole football playing. Jordan Mulata was a guy who I said was gonna I said I think he's gonna be good. Even when they when they drafted him. He's six eight, three fifty. And could has athleticism, could run and, and, and run over people. He had a, he was an athlete. I said, they get this guy right and develop, he's gonna be a stud stud. He is, he's one of the best tackles in football. Uh Lane Johnson. He could, he's the best right tackle in football still. Samala, uh, uh, Alex Samala is um, Jamala, excuse me. Is he's, he was with the Super Bowl team? Jason Kelsey was was the same thing. I mean, but Jason Peters and Brandon Brooks alone make their line in 2017 better than this line. You got two rookies who you're basically saying is the best left tackle. And the best guard in football. Because that's what you're replacing, Brooks. Mr. Brandon Brooks. That's what you're replacing. Brandon Brooks was no guard in football better than Brandon Brooks. No guard. There was no left tackle in football better than Jason Peters. When these guys are on the field, there was no one better. You might try to go at it. In 2017, and it's crazy because even when Jason Peters, the only thing you could take away is that Peters will be hurt. That's it. But when Peters is on the field, there's no tackle better. No left tackle was better than Jason Peters. None. We're talking about a guy who was making the Pro Bowl every year he was here. He was making the Pro Bowl on his bad years. He was the best left tackle on his bad years. Brooks, the same thing. There's no way that that, this line, it has to prove itself. One thing they have to do, which is pressure, they got to play longevity, okay? Let them play a little bit. Okay, let them play. Let them play because that's a lot they got to make up. And then how about they win a Super Bowl? I don't want to put that pressure on them. Everybody can't win a Super Bowl. But that unit did. For for you to compare them to that line was completely unbelievable. That, that was completely – you had the best right tackle, best left tackle, best center, and best guard in football. And then the young guy was Isaac. Isaac was the young guy. You know, Isaac was the young guy who they drafted because he could play all five positions and he ended up getting better, being around a better coach like Stoutland, being around a better offensive lineman like Brooks. I mean, the guys surrounding him, I mean, how could you not be better? All of them was the best in football at their position. And then Vitae, arguably the best backup that you could ever have because he took right over for a Hall of Famer, like – that was just crazy to say, but um, this is a good line. Let's 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 uh, on shout out to Barry Brooks on their behalf. Malata is something good, and and Stickerson. You just wait, can't wait to see how good those guys get. It's two big guys over there. 
Kelsey's hurt, but they this is what they got Jurgens for. This is why this is such a unique team. They really got d- underrated depth. Everybody, you know, you can say underrated a lot of things, linebacker core, uh, underrated cornerbacks, underrated running back. But it's a lot of underrated depth here. I want to go to the Kennedy Brooks situation because if he if he gets if if let's look at this preseason if Kennedy Brooks turns into a player, you know he's going to be on the practice squad. But look out for him to move up on this team somewhere or if somebody gets hurt. Just look for him to move up on this team. Be a guy they can use when somebody gets hurt. Then you look at um, like I, once again back to the running back situation. This could be more special than people think. Like this, this is gonna be an exciting running back. I mean, running back trio here. Now you look at Philadelphia. They've had Devon Hebron's, Charlie Garner, Ricky Waters. Had the Coral Buckharder, uh, Brian Westbrook. You know, you had uh, you know, so many of the. You know, running back combinations with Philadelphia, just just with the Jay Ajayi, Corey Clement, and um, um, look at Blunt. That was a great three, <laughs> three headed monster right there. This one could be even better because everybody's young. Everybody's young. If nobody noticed, this is a young trio. They're all, you know, not even their primes have not even hit yet. This is it. I think this is Sanders' prime coming up. I mean, he's really he really looked good last year. He's still five yards per carry. Nobody understands that he's a five yard per carry on average, at least five point two. With this line, yes, you you have land. You still got three of the same guys from the twenty seventeen team. Then you got Jurgens to put him in there, knowing how good he is. And everybody blew up the Jordan Davis versus Cam Jurgens thing. Jurgens things for one. You should expect Davis to win some battles, but what it wasn't said is how good Jurgen stood his own. So this is going to be great. Iron sharpens iron, like Davis said. These guys are going to go in there. Jurgens is going to be a Pro Bowl center, I think. I think he's being groomed right. You got Stoutland, you got Kelsey. How how can you lose? In his in in his ceiling, how can you lose with this type of talent? Uh, LaRaven Clark. You keep Andre Dillard. Everybody's been talking this Andre Dillard trade thing. The only sometimes what gets hyped up is social media and media gets put stuff out there. They haven't talked about. I mean, he's listened. Yes, this management they listen to everything. People are intrigued by players they got Rager and Dillard. But to to be real with people, they've thought about all types of. I'm not saying the trade couldn't happen, but what what really is being said and was really truthful. The Eagles love their depth. They love their depth. And their depth is not old. It's young. You get a guy that was drafted in the first round as the best tackle in that draft, and he's backing up. You still got LaRaven Clark. I mean, yo, this team, this team is ready, man. This team has players. That is a deep line offensive line room than people think. All those offensive linemen are at least solid or decent. That's good to have decent and solid backup depth when you got a, the best line in football among, listen, if you put Dillard or Jurgens in there, this line can still be top five. That's how good this line is. Like, if you take Kelsey out, if he's healthy, and put Jurgens in there, you take uh, Malata out and put Dillard in there, this line still is top five. That's how good this line is. 
And now Jalen Hurts will not only have time, he has receivers. See, this is what makes it dangerous. I'm just connecting the dots. He'll have time and a, a star receiver to throw to, which is his best friend. What better chemistry can you ask for? He's a young star receiver, and then it's your best friend. So y'all been playing together for a minute, and to be best friends, you just happen to be a quarterback and a receiver. This is gonna be it's gonna be a big season. AJ Brown's gonna be in the Pro Bowl. It's no doubt about it. He's gonna be one of the most unstoppable players in the league. His status is gonna go up being a Philadelphia star, and then another guy, Devontae Smith. That's dangerous because they're both number ones. They're both number one receivers. You got the Heisman Trophy winner, a guy that was a Heisman Trophy winner and just had a big time rookie season on your second. Like, oh, that that's 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 nuts right there. That is, it's gonna be fun to watch. We just, I just talked about the running backs, right? I just talked about the running backs, but now you come to your one and two. Usually, you're better, you're good to have a one, two, three, which was last year. You was looking at Hurts, Sanders. Before everything started, Hurt Sanders Smith. Oh, here we go. One, two, three. Looks good for the future. Now you're looking at a one, two, three, four. You got three running backs set with a with a, with a trio of receivers. Could be four. Yes, you have to give Quez Watkins love. Quez Watkins did his job as a second receiver last year. Showed his speed. Showed the die. Now, the thing is now getting him in the end zone more. Quez Watkins is a talent. And now let's talk about Jalen Rager. Now, look look at this. Now all the lights are on Jalen Rager ever since he, you know, said, I got to make the team and working hard. Everybody think he's going to have a big preseason. I think he does, too. He just got to catch the ball the season. Jalen Rager had all the opportunity last year to show his team. He was returning kicks. He was getting, he was, he was getting targets. He could have definitely showed that he was dynamic. They Listen, if Jalen Rager, the crazy part is Jalen Rager – showed his dynamic ability. Who knows if they would have went after A.J. Brown last year? What if that didn't happen? Because what would they, who was they going to make fourth receiver? Watkins? I'm not saying that couldn't happen. It still wouldn't have happened because I think it, it's a possibility. Reagan shows how good he is and Watkins did what he did. You put Watkins at number four. You know. That is just it's just, it's just a real good feeling, real good feeling looking at that offense now. Then you then you look at Rager because I I really think Rager now being number four the pressure's off. Like he he has to really like if he doesn't show up now then then what? He has all the talent, which is crazy. If you rate all four talents, really look at it, AJ Devontae Smith has the, the best talent. Then it's AJ Brown. Then you're looking at where we go from there. It's, it's Jalen between Jalen Rager and, and Watkins. It's Jalen Rager, Jalen Rager, and then Watkins, talent-wise. So if you get them four, this is what you got to watch. If they get all four of them guys on the same accord, that's a real wacky four. That is going to be something special to watch. And then you still got Zach Pascal and Greg Ward Jr. And then let's look at Devin Allen, Bertrand Covey. They're, they're doing their thing in camp. Like, Devon Allen has the speed, but Covey's showing catching the ball, and he's showing he can return the ball. He's really been showing out, period. So he's definitely going to make the practice squad, but will he make the roster? 
This is, it, it's, will Kobe make it over Reagan? I think they're going to keep seven. It's not going to be eight. This is going to be an interesting battle in camp. The receiving, listen, receiver is good when you got your one and two already. But you, they have their one, two, three. So now everybody else, this is depth. Now this is what makes it depth because guys that usually try to be a three, like a Rager, he used to try to be a two or a one at one time, which didn't work out. But now guys that all can be threes, uh, have the talent, Devon Allen, Covey. And Reagan and Ward Jr. Pascal all have talent to be the three. Any receiver, any uh, receiving core in football. So, my man, my people, my Eagle fans, be excited about the offense. Tight end, Dallas Goddard. Goddard is a big, Richard Rodgers. I didn't even know he was, you know, what was going to happen with him. He's on the team, so now they have experience. Richard Rodgers can block. Why they keep him? He's 6'5". Dig me? He's 6'5". Do you dig what I'm saying? So he can block, and so that's always an extra offensive line blocker. That's another thing that's going to make the running game good. Richard Rodgers, you don't hear how much they really appreciate and like this guy, but what he can do with the second tight end. Grant Cotero, who knows what happens. Um, he has all the talent, but will he get the reps this year? Tyree Jackson's probably going to either be on the PUP I don't know what they're going to do with him, but, man, he's a, he's a good talent. I just hope he can get healthy. Who knows what's going to happen with him now. Um, we know Richard Rodgers isn't going to be the future. So, Cal Terra's there and Tyree Jackson. So, that's also good depth to look at that type of talent. You know, with Tyree Jackson, when he's healthy, he's phenomenal ceiling. He looks, the potential looks great at 6'7". Cal Terra, 6'3", this guy can really catch the ball. So, Philadelphia has people in the trenches. It's a real good, well-rounded offense. The question was always defense. They up, they up, they went up on their offense, and the question was always defense. The question was always defense. What happens on defense? What do you do? Defense. You know, I'll talk more about defense um, when we get back to talk about just how big the Eagles can be on that defensive area when I get back on follow lead. Talking more Eagles on this first segment here. Listen, um, we gotta 
just give and take on certain situations. And it's defense. Josh Sweat is impressing people big time. Big time. Man was a top 10 recruit out of high school, man. You know, injuries kind of slowed him down. He would have been a top 15 pick at least. And and, and a top 20 pick in the first round. I say top 20 pick in the first round. Dude's a stud, man. He's, he's going to have 11 sacks this year. I told, uh, listen, Brandon Graham's another guy who's going to get double-digit sacks. This is going to probably be the best defensive line duo in a long time. Remember when they had Hugh Douglas and Curse? Um, they had William Fuller and Greg Townsend. Of course, Clyde Simmons and Reggie White. You know, just a, just a few other uh, combinations. And right now, when it was Brandon Graham and Barnett, that's a good line. That was a, but it wasn't one of the best. This one could turn out to be real beneficial. Then you got Barnett backing up. People don't know how big of a deal that is. Like this guy has been there. He's a Super Bowl winner. He he's still young, and I wouldn't even be surprised if Barnett could win that position for the future and be next to Sweat. I mean, he's still young. Taron Jackson, everybody's, you're sleeping on this guy. They drafted him last year. They had a real good draft last year. So many good potential players and Taron Jackson and pass rushers. Taron Jackson's one of them, homie. Everybody got to understand this man is, he's, he's what they wanted, a pass rusher. He can do that all day long. They can release so many different schemes, so many different, uh, you know, switch up line uh, defensive line lineups from three four to four three. Um, put more people on the line. I mean, and then you go to the unicorn, the unicorn. What I call tackle unit. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, and Jordan Davis with Milton Williams is. Listen, Milton Williams is a guy everybody's forgetting about. They drafted him. Uh, you know, a big-time draft pick, too. He was an important draft pick, a, a talented draft pick, and he showed it last year. He He's a good – he's the probably one of the – I mean, if you're trying to think about the most slept-on player, Marcus Epps is one, but Milton Johnson might be the other one, forgetting about just how good this guy is. And it's but, – but you know why? Because that's just how good the other three are. We're talking about Fletcher Cox, a Hall of Famer, Javon Hargrave, and who – they just called, um, one of the Eagle Code just called a unicorn. He he really is that good. Hargrave is that good. Like, he's good. I mean, who knows where he's going to be at when he finishes his career, but he has Hall of Fame talent. <laughs> I mean, this guy, I, I see him. And then Jordan Davis is dominant. And when you switch all through four, three up, that is going to be one, one hard. I mean, offensive linemen are going to have trouble. That's a good eight-man front. All day long. All day long. What do you do with that? You switch up and you got this big giant, almost 400 pounds, big as your biggest defensive lineman on the defensive line. If you're stronger, faster, but that's only the backup guy. You're still dealing with Cox all day. He's a monster. Are we forgetting that he has to have double and triple teams on him? What do you think they're going to have to do for Jordan Davis now? If you're going to have to double and triple team Cox, when they switch up, 
you're really going to have to double and triple team Jordan Davis. It's, it's, it's going to be fun, that defensive line. You know, um, who they keep for depth. Let's just see what the depth look like, you know. Also, the defensive line, let's go to the linebacker. Hassan Reddick is going to be up there pass rushing with these linemen. So he's going to be the irritating guy because you're going to have to deal with the line, but then forget it. who's going to block Hassan Reddick. That's why I think this is going to be one of the top five pass rushing, I mean, uh, sack uh, defenses in the league. They're going to they're gonna have those numbers, top five. I, I could see three because it's going to be real hard. Cox is also out for blood at the last year. Every time Cox has a, you know, a year like that, just do your homework. When he have a year like he had last year, he come right back and have a Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, Pro Bowl year right back. And it's not to say that he didn't do, you know, like he was garbage last year. No, he, you know, he he still was being double teamed. You know, he still was a problem, but he just didn't produce as much. That's what makes Cox so great. Even through whatever they do to him, you know, double teams, you know, and. Whoever he always impacts, even through when he starts getting double teamed, and you know he's going to get to the quarterback. You know you're going to have to go one on one with him, and he'll just make you pay. You know he wasn't making pay, people pay as much one on one like he used to, and and when he was you know disrupting, here came the double team. So you see, the production you know wasn't as it was, but he still was a big time. Like he still was a havoc last year. Uh, on, on one of his bad years. So this year, you might as well look at it. Him and Graham are looking to let people know, look, bro, we still good. So that is a troublesome, troublesome two there. And Hargrave was just coming off a big-time year. All right, now, linebackers, Kazar White, uh, T.J. Edwards, Hassan Reddick. They stacked right now as far as the starters. They ain't been this talented since the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was talented. Jordan Hicks, Michael Kendrick, um, Nigel Bradham. But this is even better. You got Kazar White. Kazar White is really that, that, that deal at linebacker. Cover guy, can tackle. It's like an extra defensive back right there. Like, he, he he's going to be good. He played that position before. With the line, I mean, he's really gonna be good at that position. And then you look at um, Hassan Reddick. But see, what makes oh yeah, T.J. Edwards has been big time. He's been good. He's gonna be. He, he was good when they got him as an undrafted rookie. That was a steal. So, it's just like getting the Kobe Dean. Where where they got him at? There's two steal guys on there. Now Kobe Dean's not gonna start. Um. When they were saying that when he got drafted, I was just like, well, they must be just saying they're not going to have T.J. Edwards and they're going to trade him or to put him on the bench after he's been doing good. Now, I do think Dean takes it to a while. I don't think Edwards gets a contract because of that. Unless White leaves, or, you know, but I think T.J. Edwards is not going to get a new contract because of Nicobe Dean. That could be the case. That, that could be it. You know, it depends unless, you know, Edwards is that good and he, you know, and they, they, they pick both of those guys over White. But that's definitely going to be it. Dean's going to be a stud. He's going to be a playmaker. He's going to get time. He's going to play. It's 
So, and then let's talk about the depth. Once again, the depth. Look, Davion Taylor, Pro Bowler Sean Bradley, special teams Pro Bowl. They have a special teams ace out of Temple. Um, Patrick Johnson. I'm really interested to see how he progresses. He's a pass rusher in college. All you need him to do is be a pass rusher. You don't need him to be a starter. You got guys, Davion Taylor, Sean Bradley. These, these, these are guys who can play. I, they don't need him to do nothing but pass rush. Sean Bradley is a sound, solid, you know, decent linebacker, but a great special team. So you got N'Kobe Dean, Davion Taylor, Patrick Johnson, and Sean Bradley on your linebacking court. I mean, what are we talking about? Like, this is, that's depth right there. Davion Taylor is a stud linebacker, man. Like, to have him backing up, then you got Sean Bradley. Then you got N'Kobe Dean. Like, this is having N'Kobe Dean and, and, and Taylor. At, at, you know, then you got a Pro Bowl linebacker next for Sean Bradley. And then you got the next guy, just a, a relentless pass rusher. You can untap that potential in Johnson to let him just be a situational pass rusher because he has that. And then Kyron Johnson. Let's talk about that one. Kyron Johnson. Kyron Johnson's a maniac. Super speed. Are we looking at the depth now in their linebacking core? For the first time, it is overly deep in the linebacking core. Kyron Johnson's rave reviews about this guy. We have yet to see him get on the court, but he's also going to be a good special teams player. The special teams are going to have some bullies. Taylor, Taylor, Dean, Bradley, Johnson, if he, if he makes the, um, see what he does. That's huge, man. That's huge, man. For the first time, I've never seen the Eagles this deep at linebacker. Like, we can talk about every other position that I've ran through. Linebacker, that's strange, and that is big time. The one thing not being talked about is the um, special teams, how good it's going to be. The defensive backs, Bradbury and Slay is dangerous, man. And, and I think people are underplaying just how good this secondary is, how good Bradbury is. Oh, my man, they're going to shut down. I think that's the big thing about this team. So that's that's where all this pass rushing is going to come from. Because they ain't going to be able to throw their football in time. Those guys are going to be all over your receivers. What do you need? Five, five seconds? One, two, three, four, five. Slay and Bradbury going to be all over your receivers. One and two. So you're going to have to look for three and four to do something. A lot of these. This is where this is where the Super Bowl. This is where the Super Bowl contending stuff comes. This that right there is the X factor. When you got you could have even had a, who they had last year. You know that that's not good enough to be to a Super Bowl. But when you have two number one corners, that's what you got. There's guys that can shut you down. Now I, I I've seen the Eagles with guys like Lito Shepard and Sheldon Brown, Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, but they weren't shut down. They were good. They were good. Sheldon Brown was good. Lito Brown was shut. Lito was shutting people down. Troy was shutting people down. Taylor was good. You know, he, he would, you know, those guys are shut some people down. These guys are going to get people. I mean, it, it'd be different. 
every other night with Sheldon Brown and, and Bobby Taylor. It could be different. But not with Bradbury and Slay. It's not going to be different. It's going to be hell for one and twos all game. Bradbury's a tall, a lanky. I mean, this guy has went against guys like Mike Evans. Classic match. Like this is a this is probably the best on paper. Not not on paper, because Awesome Wild and uh Samuels we thought that was happening at one time, but it didn't. But looking at it, this could end up being the best. He's been Bradbury's been good in camp. Like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something. He has a one year deal. Sort of like what uh Alshon Jeffrey signed, then got his contract. Bradbury could get that contract. Bradbury is getting signed next year for the Eagles. That's probably gonna be a priority guy. If he if he makes the season, I think both of them make the Pro Bowl. Avante Maddox is your third guy. You don't we don't talk too hard. Um, and then getting Jimmy Moreland. Jimmy Moreland would be a good fourth guy. And you got Zach McPherson. So realistically, before slowing all the stuff, the Jimmy Jimmy Moreland was a good signing, and James Bradbury. It was big holes in their cornerback. Now in, in the cornerback position, now it's not. The fifth guy is the guy you drafted last year who got coaches like, you know, he's a solid cornerback, young cornerback. You still got your first three now with Bradbury, Slay, and Maddox, one of the best one, two, three in the league. And then you, you got Jamie, like Jimmy Moreland. Like, this is a physical guy. He's been a starter for Washington, and he had over forty tackles. He's 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 um. That is a um, really a, um. A pleasure to have a guy like that at number four. I just don't know how he did it. Like he's he he keeps finding talent. He keeps getting undrafted talent, grooming undrafted talent. I mean, crazy, crazy. Like. Nobody's breaking down how good this team really is, especially a cornerback with that type of depth. Zach McPherson could just fall back, develop, be good. There's no pressure about him coming in, taking over, being this player that has to, you know, really contribute early. When it was like that before, it was he, he was almost looking like the second guy just not too long ago. <laughs> he was looking like number two. Now he's number five. Realistically, he could be number five. Moreland can also play special teams. Going to be a good special teamer. We'll see between him and McPherson, who's four or five. But looking at the safeties, um, we can go back. We can still go with the cornerbacks. The cornerbacks, my man, Josh Joe, Mario Goodrich alone. Then you still got Tay Gowan. You still got Kerry Vincent. These are all young guys. Mac McCain, young guys who they, they got a lot of confidence in. They were good in college. A lot of guys are good in college, right? But these guys were definitely studs. So this is a good cornerback unit. And what makes it good is that Kerry Vincent was on LSU. Mario Goodrich was with Clemson. Josh Job was with Alabama. Winning programs. These were the top cornerbacks for winning programs. Tay Gowan is a stud. Athletically, Matt McCain's a stud athletically. So you're just looking at guys. 
Jared Maiden is safety played with Alabama. You know, you look at, but the safety, you got Kavon Wallace and Epps. I just think that's it. Andre, uh, Andre Couture, a guy they got, um, yeah, Andre Couture, if I'm saying that right, um, was an undrafted rookie with the Houston Texans, athletic player, good in college. One thing he will be is a good special team. Will he be there now with Tart? One thing with Tart is that he can drop down at 6'3 to a linebacker position. What makes that good is that Hassan Riddick can move up to the front with the defensive line, and you can bring Tart down to basically not even, you know, just add to that missing piece at the linebacker part. So people think they can come with the linebacker because Hassan Reddick drops down. Tart comes down at 6'3", helps out Kazar White, helps out TJ Edwards as cover guys, as tacklers. That, that's a good defense. Now, we're talking about Marcus. Marcus Epps, he won't start just because of that fact. Not this year. But Marcus Epps definitely is going to get some – he'll probably uh, – he's going to get snaps as a, as a play on the field. He's that good. They got to put him on the field. But um, I got to take that back. There, there is a scenario where Epps starts, but in some defensive packages, they put Tart in there and bring him down as a linebacker. So I could see that because Epps is really a good player. Epps is going to be a pro bowler. Epps is a very good player. And I think Kevon Wallace ends up being their other starter. I mean, he's a talented player. It's not no chance to let him go at all. He's going to work hard. He doesn't have to be the starter. Anthony Harris is a good, solid player. There's two solid players in Tartan Harris to have that can, you can win Super Bowls with. When you have guys like Bradbury and Slay as cornerbacks, you can have decent a decent safety unit in Tartan and Harris. And they can make plays. They're going to work hard. They both can tackle. They're just not pro bowlers right now. But Harris used to be their player. Who knows if Harris taps into that? Who knows if Tart takes it to the next level? You know, they're two real good, solid players, man. They, they are solid, solid players. Not even more than decent. I always say solid more than decent. Uh, you can say it's a decent safety duo. Because this safety duo can make plays if you had... Um, the same cornerback tandem uh, last year. This would be a solid all-around unit. But now this is a good unit. This is a good unit with uh, uh, elite cornerbacks, and you, you got solid safeties. That's a good unit. And then you got guys like Epson Wallace backing up. We'll see who else makes it. If it's Chichiri or. I'm saying that right to Cherry, or um, you still got Jared Maiden. But I think that that uh, safety, safeties and cornerbacks are pretty much met. Now, what's going to happen? Who I think make it? I think they have four. To me, they'll get like four uh, safeties and five corners. I think that happens. Um, but in the practice squad, you're going to see Job. You're going to see. Goodrich, you're going to see Cowan, you're going to see Vincent. I think all those guys make it. I think it's a, it's a chance McCain. That's going to be a nice Josh Blackwell. Listen, Josh Blackwell can run. He, 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 if you look at his career, 
he doesn't have any interceptions, but he has pass deflections. He runs a 4-3. If anything, he can be a special team. I really like all the athletes and talent they got at this cornerback position because Slay and Bray Bray ain't going to be here for long. You can groom these guys for like two, three years in the practice squad, bring them up, you know, and it's going to make it more and more competitive. They're going to get more and draft the guys. They're going to get more. They could go and draft guys. Some guys can move up. This this is a real competitive. The most underrated depth on here, or I say talent, the most underrated deep. The, how can I say it? The most under underrated loads of talent. You know. When you look at these undrafted guys, these guys, have they're battle-tested. They've been in big games and college games. These guys have had their big numbers. You know what I mean? Guys that were drafted, weren't drafted. These guys can play. So now it's different when you bring them in to compete for a three or third or fourth spot or even a number one spot, you know, on some teams, you know. They really need it, you know. But usually these, these type of guys – and it looked like these guys were trying to compete for a second spot. At one time, it just looked like that. It looked like Josh Joe, Mario Goodrich, and Zach McPherson, and ever. They were all battling for a number two and three spot until you get Bradbury. Now everything clears up. Then you get Moreland. Now it's more pushback. Okay, you got guys and Zach McPherson. They're not going to – those guys – you really have to see Goodrich and them really have to stand out to get McPherson. McPherson has been doing a good job, looking good, getting praised. When you look at their practice squad, you got these young guys that are battle-tested like Kerry Vincent and Tay Cowan. Because I think all of them be on the – Kerry Vincent, Tay Cowan, Mario Goodrich, and, and Josh Joe are for sure going to be on the practice squad. Who else is? I don't know. But for sure – Kennedy Brooks is a guy I think for sure is going to be on the practice squad. Damn. So this is a team. You look at who's going to return kicks. I think they're leaning toward just getting Kobe. Kobe might just end up making this team based on the fact that now he's catching the ball. He's you know he's looking you know on that part he's looked good, but it's a lot of guys that catch the ball. For the fact that he can return kicks, might put Kobe and, and Devon Allen is going to be a another practice squad guy if he can't beat Kobe. That's like, he's really been looking good. And, if we get pertain Kobe or Devon Allen at return, I, I think it's a different we, – we need that. Having a good – people don't understand how good having a good kick returner is. Having a good kickoff returner, man. And the Eagles are almost there. You know, Rager just couldn't catch – he couldn't feel nothing. So, that, that put that off. Uh, Boston Scott, I think he'll be the um, – even though I don't want him to be, I want Boston Scott or – no, he should touch the ball. I think Boston Scott becomes the, the kickoff returner. I think that's his big thing, kickoff returner. And I, the punt returner, that, that's Kobe. But Kobe could get both of them. But Devon Allen could too. Like, that's, that, that's three guys 
they got that are going to be returners that can return the ball. Boston Scott needs to stay. As a third guy, you want to get him the ball, let him touch the ball as much as possible. Let Scott return the kickoffs, and then Kobe or Allen can be your punt returner. That's depth enough to have two guys you know that can return with 4-3 speed. That's crazy. That's trying to get Rager there, but if Rager would have at least done that, he would have been such a fan favorite. Um, Jake the Snake Elliott. We all know he's going to be the kicker. We'll see where the punter goes. Um, Aaron Sipal is the, is the um, punter. This is a good squad, man. It's scary the depth. I'm telling you, I just went down the line and showed you the depth. The Eagles have at least one uh, one guy that can back up each player. And then you're looking at the cornerback position. You got Zach McPherson is the fifth guy. But you got guys on your that's going to be on your practice squad that have been number one guys for big programs, championship. We're talking about championship programs. LSU, Clemson, and Alabama, all of them times were championship programs. And you got this Tay Cowan with speed and size guys. It's, it's just so much there. A guy like Mac McCain, who has, I mean, listen, this is a good unit. This team is good. And we just want to talk about the starting part. The starters, you got to deal with Goddard. You got to deal with um, Smith and Brown. And you got Sanders. That's the first guys you got to deal with. With one of the best lines, top five in the league. Top three. Now, go to the defense. You still got to deal with that line. Let's just say the line. Sweat, Graham, Hargrave. And Cox, but dang, here comes Davis. And you still got Barnett. Let's go to linebacker. Reddick is going to be coming up. Kazar White. Now you got a guy that can cover tight ends and, and running back, still tackle. TJ Edwards is, is, is a beast. He's just proven. He's just a good, I mean, he's a guy that should have been drafted in the third round. Then you get, um, that's crazy, the third round. That's what Dean was drafted. Then you got um, Jacoby Dean, Davion Taylor backing you up. Just to say, just say those two guys right now. It's crazy. Crazy. Then at, at cornerback, you got Bradbury and Slay, but you still got Maddox and Morley. And McPherson's your fifth guy. Then you still in the, on the uh, safeties. You got Tart Harris. Both have starter experience. Tart was just on the, uh, one of the best defenses in football. Contributed, good hit, big time hitter. You know, decent cover guy. Good to have. Size, good to have. You got Harris, but then you still got Wallace and Epps. This is a good squad. Good squad, man. Um, this is my first segment. I got NBA draft coming up later on. This is crazy. The Eagles are just ready to play. Eagles could – I know they're going to win a division. I just, I think Dallas lost too much with Cooper and Gregory. That that was bigger hits than people think because you got to have everything for a team that's going all the way up. If you keep Cooper and Gregory, now you're looking at this team saying, okay, uh, they can match up because Philly got – but they don't have a double combo like that. They don't – they just don't have that type of receiver. Brown really pushed the envelope when the Eagles signed him alone, just, just that signing. Now you're looking at – Bradbury coming on the defense with Reddick. This team is ready. Um, will they be in the conference championship? 
just like 2017, I got to see a couple of things before I start saying conference championship and, you know, but I think second round is definitely it. I think they're going to be in the second round. Um, who do I think? Nobody clearly overcrowds the Eagles. I, I can say that, but the Rams did win the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers come back. Tom Brady, you know, as the quarterback. Mike Evans still got God when they still got some people that won the Super Bowl. Okay, um, I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. Not worried about Aaron Rodgers. Not worried about anybody else except those two. You know, Arizona always with the who they have <laughs> is a team to look at. Um, but rather than that, I just don't see anybody. And, and Philadelphia can beat those teams, but to me, it's the Buccaneers and, and um, the Rams right now that scare me in that division for Philadelphia. That's it. Once Philadelphia can go past those two teams, the, the, the limits the sky. It depends on who they beat on this schedule and how they roll through this schedule where I put them. So right now, they're just a team that makes the second round. They have, of course, they have the talent to be Super Bowl, but but at the young, the chemistry, how young they are, no. I'm not going to sit there and give them that. They have to earn that. I, I don't see that right now. I mean, if, if, if it was just one team in the league that had this, the, this two Super Bowl teams, Tampa Bay and the Rams are right there in this conference. So let's just see where that is. Uh, I think Philadelphia is a top five team. I think they're number four. Uh, I mean, I think they're even number three. I don't see nobody over them except for Tampa Bay. And um, the Rams. That's what I, I see. That, that's what I see. No question. Um, all right, I'm out of here. This is... um. No, the Eagles is going to be their squad. They're going to be a team. They're going to be in the playoffs. And, you know, I have you updated with more and more things. No Jesse Bates, Kareem Hunt. Don't see that happening. Wouldn't put it past Howie, but I don't see that happening right now. Focused on training camp. So, everybody, man, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. My Twitter's always big time. Um, follow me on um, Leader Johnson on Facebook. I'm out, y'all. Follow the leader. I'm the leader. I can't believe it. I can't believe it.